0: And this is the content creatives podcast our mission is to inspire creatives to discover grow and own their brand and today we are going to be discussing the 12 steps that go into a brand partnership we want to break down all of these steps to help you figure out how much time you spend to produce a brand collaboration
1: but before we get started let's do our question of the day and the question of the day is what was the last family or friend dinner you had
0: Mine was I had like a little like movie night birthday party thingy and we had pizza. Perfect. It was really fun. Like we got to like there was like a blow up like movie screen outside. I'm sad you couldn't come, but it was really fun. We'll have to do an outside movie night
1: sometime. Pizza sounds so good. It was so good. A pizza and a movie night sounds great. I would kill for pizza right now. I'm so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, for me, so we were over at my husband's family's house this past weekend. We were, um, it was like a huge family weekend. His grandparents came, his sisters came, their families. Um, and our last meal with them was just burgers, which was great. Ooh, burgers and potato salad and you know just like your typical summer barbecue and i don't know what it is i just love like a hamburger like in the summertime with your soda which i don't typically like consume burgers on the daily but like it's so it was just like really good and the weather was really warm and nice and so we were here eating outside and stuff and it was just like a really great like summer dinner family dinner oh fun i know that kind
0: of like i i actually know that i'm thinking about it i did have food with friends on the 4th of July. I don't know why I wasn't thinking of that as a meal. But I did have a really good burger. My friend makes really good burgers. So that was really yummy. I'm still like, one of my never have I ever questions is I haven't eaten a full burger. And that is still true. I literally will eat all of it except one bite out of principle. And then I make <laughs> Sam take the last bite. And my friend gets so mad. It's like, Maddie, this is ridiculous. You can't keep this up. And I'm like, I don't care. This is one of my never have I ever questions. I'm not going to give up on it now. This has been 27 years in the making. I'm not stopping now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stubborn about that. But I do
1: love a good burger. What yep. a nice day. It was really good. All right, you guys. So we'll go ahead and jump into today's podcast episode. And we first want to start off by saying and acknowledging that each content creator will probably spend a different amount of time on brand partnerships, depending on the amount of content they're creating and the campaign timeline. So regardless, we hope that breaking down the steps of a brand partnership can help you envision how much time it takes you to do a brand partnership because especially if you're a brand new creator, right? A brand partnership might just take you like way longer because you don't know the steps that Mm -hmm. you need to take. You don't know that there's like a revision process. You don't know that you have to submit concepts, right? Like it might just take you more time when you're starting out,
0: and there's probably a bit of trial and error too. It's For like you sure. try something and it doesn't work because you haven't done it before. So all that back and forth factors into the time.
1: Yeah. And then as you become a, as you become more experienced and you feel more comfortable working with brands, it might take you less time to do brand partnerships. But again, right, everyone's just going to spend a different amount of time on brand partnerships. And the intention of today's episode is to break down these steps. And then on each step, you can kind of determine, okay, it actually takes me this much time to do this step or it actually takes me more time to do this step right understanding like what steps it takes to go into brand collaboration is also really important in in owning your time right and so you don't feel like that like you're spending too much time on them or maybe this will be like a great reminder to say oh actually you know what like a more realistic snapshot on brand collaborations for me um is 15 hours a week and you know what this upcoming two weeks? I have a lot going on with work. Does it actually make sense for me to accept something that's going to be time intensive where it's just going to make me more stressed, right? Mm And so hopefully after you listen to this episode, you have a better idea of how much time it takes for you to do a brand campaign.
0: Absolutely. And before we kind of jump into those 12 steps, we wanted to lay out what a brand partnership is and just define that. The way that we're defining brand partnership here is a, or also a brand collaboration, is when an influencer slash creator and a brand decide to produce goods and services together. So typically a brand will ask a creator to produce content. For example photos, videos, copy, like or written work uh, to share on the creator and or the brand's channels. And brand partnerships can be short-term, like less than a month or just one activation, or long-term, le- like multiple activations across a period of time. I know I've done both kind of brand collaborations. Um, definitely just varies brand to brand and also depending on what you've worked out with them. And why is it important to lay out all of these steps that we're going to go through? It's important important to lay them out because you it will give you a better understanding of how much time is really spent to create all of this content and to work with the brand. So, understanding the time it takes to create content for brands is also going to help you figure out your pricing better because you'll be able to quantify the number of hours times your hourly rate as a creator and factor that into a price, I think a lot of people would be really surprised to see that they're making honestly probably under minimum wage.
1: Yeah. And I think this is a really big thing that creators miss, right? Because, and this is not like, this is, we're not talking about money per se, right? But time can help you, understanding your time can help you make more money, right? Because mm-hmm. creators are freelancers, right? And freelancers, are photographers and, you know, visual artists and creative, um, oh my gosh, what was the word? Um, graphic designers, right? And like all those types of freelancers and trades typically they factor in right their hourly rate as creators. And we also have to do that as influencers, right? So you're not just pricing for brand campaigns, the number of deliverables, right? Like that's a part of your price. A big part of it is being paid for your time as a person who's performing a service and creating content for the brand right mm-hmm. you get to be compensated for your time as a creator and again hopefully laying out the 12 steps that we've identified that goes into a brand partnership can help you get a better understanding of what your time looks like in producing brand brand work and for brand campaigns, and then you get to kind of figure out, okay, which my hourly rate as creator be and times this amount of hours. So step one, one thing that goes into brand partnerships is fostering the relationship between brands and agencies. So if you're self-represented where you don't have a manager or an agency representing you, which um, is like me, guys, I'm still managing my campaigns, you are the main pay- main point of contact between the brands and the agencies. You handle all the email communication and at the beginning of the brand partnership, you're probably engaging with the brand and expressing interest in working with them. You're probably sending over your media kit and your social media stats. So step number two, you guys, another big step that goes into a brand partnership is negotiating your statement of work and budget with the brands or agencies So if you're self-represented, you're in charge of lining up your work for the month or quarter. If you primarily work with brands, you're discussing and agreeing on statements of work, which might include the number of deliverables, the types of content, where the content is going to be published. I don't think like, I don't think people really see like the outside, you know, I'm sorry, they don't see like, what actually goes into like so much work happens before you create any content.
0: So much and so much time. Yes. Of time. Like, yeah. It literally is like it's back and forth and then it's people taking a couple hours, if not days to respond to your email. It's weekends getting in the way. It's like it really is a pretty long back and forth to get to that final agreement.
1: For sure. For sure. So step number three, you guys, another thing, another step to factor into your brand campaigns is the time it takes to create and submit original concepts to your brand partners. So as the creator and influencer, you might come up with the original concepts for the brand campaign. Sometimes you fill out concept documents and submit them. Other times brands will come in with initial ideas and they want you to pick how you would bring that idea to life. And still that takes some time, right? Like it takes some time to like really think through how you want to tell the brand's story um it's really funny there's a brand partnership i've been working on it took the brand three weeks to approve my concepts three weeks you guys especially if they have to go through legal and like
0: because sometimes they do like i've had that too it's like literally if you're going through legal to like make sure that this isn't going to be misinterpreted in any way like it can take a really long time
1: And then step number four, you guys, another thing to factor in on the many steps it takes to produce a brand campaign is the time it takes to coordinate with your photographers to shoot content for the brand campaigns. So if you are outsourcing photography like me, you're probably scheduling out time with your photographers and it takes a little bit. I mean, it might take you two seconds, right? To see if that person, um, your photographer is free the next day or the next week, right? But other times it requires some back and forth to take a look at work schedules um and other times if you're the person who's shooting your own content you have to look at your own schedule if you are your own Mm -hmm. photographer or if your significant other is right like there's still some time it takes to coordinate schedules and making sure that you can support that brand timeline
0: yeah, and now that you've actually scheduled when the photo shoot is going to happen, you need to procure props and find photo shoot locations for your brand campaigns. So like it can be as simple as like, oh, I actually have like a few backdrops at home and I'm just going to do a simple blue backdrop, but What props do you want to be holding? Like, aside from just the product, like, do you want to have something else to make the story more dynamic? Or are you even out and about and you're wanting to have both props and, like, finding the location that's going to be the best fit for it? You're going to have to avoid having other brand names in the background. So you'll have to be specific about where you're picking these locations. And especially with finding props, like, guys, this is why I created a prop closet. Like, because it's just so nice. (laughs) Having it all in one place and just knowing like anytime I need anything, I can just go to my prop closet and I'll find like inevitably something if it's really last minute. So it took me years to build up my prop closet to where it is today. Uh, But when like previously, and even still, like when I need to find something, like I spend hours scrolling through Amazon, going to Target, like going through the aisles, like, and sometimes I don't even know what I'm looking for. I just have like some level of inspiration of like what direction I want it to go in based on the concept that I've approved with the brand. And so I go to Target to try to find something that matches that vision. And sometimes I find it and sometimes I don't. And if I don't, that means I have to go to an, a completely different store. And that takes even more time. And then the next step is to write social copy for your brand campaign. So that means like captions, text overlays on Instagram stories, and also closed captioning for videos. So if you're doing multiple flights of content, you are going to have to write all of the social copy for everything. You have to ensure that you're using the correct campaign hashtags and linking the right websites or tagging the right brand accounts. Because sometimes brands have multiple accounts. Like Target has like 50 accounts. Yeah, 50. That's an exaggeration. But they have a lot of accounts
1: yeah and i was gonna say one thing too right is like sometimes like brands will like update the campaign hashtags and then you've already like like you've already like written out all your content and they're like um you have to use the right one you're like oh my gosh i have to update this so it's like there's not like a lot of this that goes into it um a recent example for this, um, I worked with HP Sprocket and we had the same video for TikTok and for Instagram Reels. And I had to do closed captioning. But on both platforms, you have to go and update. I had to like update maybe five to ten words where like I featured my dog Boone on it. And on Booney. closed captioning, it was coming up as Moon. <laughs> and it was like, it's you wouldn't think that would take time but to like go in to tiktok update closed captioning make sure it looks all good and then like screen record it so you like have the the video asset right to to be able to like submit it to the brand and then you have to get on instagram and it's different words that you have to edit. that takes time it does that's not like a oh click closed captioning and the entire video like is correctly correct oh my gosh the entire video has the correct captions like you literally have to like watch your video and then like catch the moments where you have to update that and again you're like well that only takes five minutes but if you have two videos that takes 10 and then if you have five words you have to edit right like you just have to like be aware of of all the copy that goes all that there's a lot of work that goes into that
0: and that's just to screen record it and then like what if like it gets deleted from your drafts and you have to like re-upload it or like honestly there have been so many times where they won't give me the link that I'm supposed to put in my stories until way later and so it's not in the original brief that I was sent so I have to scroll through like a hundred different emails to find somewhere in the chain, the hashtag that they want me to use, like that takes some time to try to figure that stuff out. So that's just another layer on just writing the copy itself is actually finding what the brand needs in there. And then the next step is to package up the brand campaign into Google folders or, you know, whatever platform the brand wants to use. Sometimes they have like their own like websites or sometimes they use a platform to collect content. Sometimes they use like specific programs. Or like you can just submit a Google folder. I'd say like Google folders are probably like 90% of what yeah. I do now. But yeah, you have to package all of that up, like format it. Oh my gosh. And if it's like there's this one, um, there's this one platform that you can like work on that it takes so long to submit everything through the portal because you have to copy and paste it in like a specific way. So if there are like specific portals that they're having you submit that through that can definitely take extra time
1: for sure and so after you've packaged up all that brand content your next step is to submit content For the brand for approval, and so in your email with the brand, right, you share your social copy, your images, your videos to the brand. This can be as simple as like you know sharing in the email your proposed caption, or it might be, or it might look like um, sharing the Google folder or you know the Dropbox file or whatever that may be to the brand. But there is a step there where you have to submit content formally to the brand. Then next, you have to apply revisions and resubmit content again to brands for approval. Chances are, if you are participating in a paid brand collaboration, there is at least one revision in there where Mm -hmm. the brand and the agency and the maybe sometimes the legal team have to look at your content and make sure that it is fully aligned with the concept and the campaign goals and you're using, you know, the right language and you're not, you know, creating any false claims for the brand. And if the brand wants you to make any changes to the captions, the Instagram story slides, the voiceover for your TikTok video whatever that may be, you have to make those changes, repackage it up and then resubmit content you know, to approval. And it's, you know what you guys, we've like the majority of steps we've talked about, we literally like haven't even yet like published content, which is so funny to me. There's so much like back and forth work. And sometimes like, sometimes you have two rounds of revision. Sometimes it's three rounds, right? Like if you and the agency just like miss one word, right? That's like kind of one of the hiccups I ran into, at least with that one campaign I mentioned, I kept missing like one word and like having to resubmit it. And I'm like, did I not save this? I swear I saved this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. So after your content has been approved by your the, by the brand, the following step is to finally publish your sponsored content on your social media channels. So when all your content is approved and you're given a publish date, or maybe you get to decide that publish date, right? The content can finally go live. So a lot of times I think a lot of people feel like you just like pull up the Instagram post and like copy the caption and you're good to go. But there's like multiple steps involved in that, right? Like literally making sure you have the right Photos lined up for your carousel
0: Because sometimes they have a particular order That they wanted to go yes. in Like I ha- I have to start Like I've started naming my photos In the order that I was intending to post them Because like sometimes if I submit multiple for a carousel They're like oh we picked like these two And I'm like what no I wasn't giving Like it is there at the end of the day They can choose but I, I think they just didn't understand That I was like oh I was thinking all of them Like and then they're mm-hmm. like oh yeah no that's great But I've had to start labeling them So they know what order I was intending And sometimes they'll change the order
1: Yes yeah And you also sometimes like, again, sometimes the campaign hashtag gets updated. So you want to make sure you're like copying and pasting the right hashtags. You want to make sure you're tagging the right brand account, right? Because again, sometimes brand accounts might have multiple accounts. Like I know there's some brands that it's like brand at USA, right? Mm -hmm. Or brand you know uk or whatever that may be right like sometimes like brands have country specific accounts and you want to make sure you're tagging the right one there's a lot i feel like i spent a lot of time like prepping my post before it actually goes live right and again it's not the end of the world if you like miss something because you can always like edit the caption or or if the brand says hey we actually really wanted this photo right like you can delete and repost but it's like you just have to do that cycle and that step all All over again
0: (laughs) it's so much time and then even after that you guys we've posted the content but there's still two more steps so the next one is to engage with your audience after the content has gone live you're responding to the audience's comments you're engaging with stories story responses you're also just engaging on instagram in general this is a big part of like the value add of working with a content creator versus like standard advertising platforms right like you have this live person that's Built and cultivated this community that gets to interact with these people in real time. And then the next step after that, and the final step, is to submit analytics reports to your brand partners. So you have to screenshot your Instagram stories, analytics, your in feed analytics, your TikTok analytics, blog analytics. All of those things, it takes so much time to comb through those and like make sure and then also to send them to the brand. You're again having to put them in a Google folder or sometimes there's this one particular brand, which is the same platform I was talking about earlier, where you have to upload it and then you have to manually type in all the numbers for like awful. Yes. It's like, oh, I got this many link clicks. I got this many views. I got this many engagements. It's like it's very time consuming. Like I think that took me like an hour just to submit analytics
1: yeah because people are like well it's just like six instagram stories but that's like six different pieces of like analytics where you have to type in you know the amount of like whatever the link taps right like six different times yeah. And like impressions six different times. It's like that's time intensive.
0: And sometimes one screenshot doesn't capture the whole thing. It's and like, true. It's, yeah. you, you'll have to do two screenshots and then it's just like really like especially when those platforms are limited and you can only actually upload one photo and then it's like, OK, what am I supposed to do? Do I email a brand And do it? It's so especially technical issues with platforms, I feel like can be a whole thing. And I also think like honestly, these 12 steps are almost like a cycle. Like it's kind of like, because then it goes back to that first step where it's like after you've had this collaboration, you then continue to maintain that relationship, reach out to them on a Mm -hmm. quarterly basis and say, what projects do you have going on? So this is a brand partnership cycle, you guys. It
1: is. And so I thought it'd be fun if we just chatted about how much time we think it takes us to produce brand collaborations, just to kind of wrap things up. I can go first just because I, I wrote this episode because I recently did this exercise where I identified Like my business processes for Emma's Edition, and identified how much time it takes me on each platform, you guys. And for me, I spend about 34 hours a week on Instagram. And I think you'd probably be like, How is that possible? How is that possible? Emma, how are you almost spending 40 hours a week on Instagram? But the truth is, you guys, a lot of, you know, for me, like a big way I make money is I work with brands online and, um, I create a lot of content on Instagram and it's pretty time intensive to go through this cycle, right? And like, as someone who, for me, like I'm refining my content puller. So I want to make sure I'm producing X amount of content in especially like the travel niche, right? Like I'm actively like working on that. And then also I still have like brand partners that I am working with and taking care of and like working on that. So I'm actually not surprised that my time on Instagram is about like 30 to 34 hours a week because yeah, it just takes time to cycle, to go through this cycle with brand, each brand partner. And if I have four brand partnerships in a month, right? There's my 40 hours a week. Yeah. Like literally one, one, yeah you know, one brand partner each week. I'm like working through the cycle.
0: Literally. Yeah. Like it takes out, I mean, it definitely depends on the campaign. Like, especially like, I mean, it, it varies so much, but literally like I'd say I don't know, like minimum 20 hours a campaign. Minimum, for sure. Minimum. Like I
1: yeah, I can't Well, cuz think about like if you're just setting up the photo shoot for it, right? That's half your day. Yeah. On oh, the for weekend. Sure. And then you have to like factor in your time editing the photos. And then you go through all these steps.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, definitely minimum 20 hours for this whole process. So, definitely a lot that goes into a campaign. So I think this understanding is honestly just really valuable so that you can evaluate your own process and see how long it takes and then also hopefully that encourages you to up your rates too. I know that's not what this is about, but come on. (laughs) Up your rates.
1: Yes. Once you if you've listened to this episode and you're like, oh wow, it does take me an hour to engage with my audience. Oh, it takes me thirty minutes to submit analytics reports to my brand partners, right? Just like re listen to this episode and like write down in your minutes or in hours on each step. And like, right, like it might sound really off your first time. And I, at first when I wrote down 34 hours a week on Instagram, I was like that, there's no way, there's no way. But then I thought about it and I was like, that's right. Yeah, that's actually right. So hopefully again, right, this whole series about, it's all about owning your time and just being aware and being intentional on how you're choosing to spend your time. And for you, if working with brands is something you want to do as a creator, because you can see you know a long term future of taking it full time and making your money working with brands many creators do that right then you can actually like start to work toward that long term goal and adjusting your price because you're aware of how much time it takes and you can actually charge appropriately and making sure you're compensated well right because you know the time it takes
0: exactly yep i think that understanding of the time that is exactly like a big piece of why that's so important so i love that exercise it would actually be kind of fun to like put together a little worksheet
1: i know huh maybe, maybe we, we can do, do that. that who knows mm-hmm follow us
0: on our Facebook group, then you can see if we do that. And then if we do, you can have the worksheet. But thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you guys can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at Content Creators Podcast. Make sure you're signing up for our email newsletter. And like I said, join our Facebook group. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.